This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, Andy Jacobs joined us and Jeff Peters, the official scorer, for a birthday spread. Yeah, I'm not going to give away the score, but no, it was a tremendous it, game. It, oh. it was very exciting yeah. at the start. It's just uh, okay. initially okay. very exciting. So uh, you may read the subtext into that. Uh, we also spoke to TJ Waterfall. Who yes. is a uh, an elite vegan sports nutritionist? Yes, he and, works uh, with the stars. And I asked very, uh, probably the stupidest question of the show yeah. to TJ. Yeah, he did. It. So you'll yes. enjoy that. Uh, Julian Laron <laughs> told us how Poch got on in his first game in charge of PSG. And uh, what else did we do? Oh yeah, we spoke about David Beckham's car, didn't we? David Beckham's Range Rover. It blew my mind. I'm not an expert, but it yeah. is very surprising what you can do to a car. Yeah. It's and a 2007 Range Rover Sport Khan design, and it's up for sale again. And we found out a bit more about uh, all the uh, all the add-ons. Absolutely, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Hey, good afternoon. And, and I, uh, I know this is talk sport and not talk politics, but it was mm. quite difficult to watch the Manchester derby when there was it a was. free kick to flick over to CNN to find out what was com- what was happening. It was an extraordinary evening. And normally, and I, you know, I don't know if this is a, dis- a terrible thing to say. Normally, like there are times when there's a lot of football on at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. Like, Rory Smith did a really interesting thread about the fact that actually, that if you have every single game staggered and you can watch every single game, sometimes you only need about eight or nine minutes highlights of yeah. one of the games and, and it takes away from the three o'clock on a Saturday and mm. match of the day right soccer Saturday is great because you've got goals going in everywhere and match of the day but there was a da- moment on Saturday when I I just watched four games or something and halfway through one of the games I was like life's too short I'm gonna watch Vera so <laughs> normally it's Vera I go to but why yesterday did, why is Vera your go-to uh, Andy's I, used to be Monk the oh, American oh, yes, like neighbours well. obviously yeah. so park that but Monk he used to watch old reruns of the American <laughs> cop show it's, it's, I think a sort of a very gentle murder-based program is where I normally sort of move to after or during football. I don't know okay. if it, I don't know what I don't know if you're you're probably more professional than me, aren't you? You no, stick with it. Certainly not. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. What, stick what do with you it. normally flick to? What's well, your I don't go-to? know. I might go to a quiz or something oh, okay. like that. All Just right. a I'll house go, of games type thing. Could, quite part, anything, oh, yeah. anything okay. that's going. It could be an old bullseye on challenge <laughs> <laughs> when a game's a complete stinker. <laughs> Trouble was, it was the Wolves Brighton game. I thought, well, this is done. So I flicked three over. Oh, yeah, oh, three, yeah. three. By the time Vera had solved it, I don't want to give it away, but she solved this particular episode. Uh, yeah, three, three in that game. Um, I've, I've got an apology to make. Okay. Uh, 
Um, yesterday I was doing breakfast. It's not for doing breakfast. Okay. Um, well, I think it's about time you apologised for that. <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah. So with Jamie O'Hara and I were going through Jamie's best five midfielders ever. Yeah. And uh, and I think he had Scholes and Gerrard and Xavi, Iniesta and, and Zidane. It's not mm. a bad five, but I was yeah. saying of all time ever, you know, Platini was good or whatever, and I was saying, you know, Scholes might be on my second table. Yeah. But I obviously didn't realise that Paul Scholes would be listening to the radio, mm. and uh, he was, you know, he he, he he spoke to Jamie and said, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be looking out for yeah. Rushton if we're ever in a charity game. To, I to prove once again that he can't tackle. <laughs> Absolutely. Really? So I'd just like to ask, if any of it's quite a niche text topic, but if any of the class of 92 are listening, mm. could they let me know because uh, you're going to get stuck into him today. Well, well, Pile into Gary be, Neville. Yeah. One of them might be, because we're going to find out. It's been a while since he's seen his old uh, Range Rover. He bought it in 2008, I think, mm. just before he went to Real Madrid, David Beckham. And uh, he gifted it to his sister, Joanne. Um, but I think it's gone on sale a couple of years ago. It's four points. It's a bit of a gas guzzler. You'll get you'll get under 10 miles a gallon. Now, it's I don't a sporty know, Range Rover. I, I don't know a lot about cars. Well, well, um, it's fully loaded, sir. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> how, many, how many miles the gallon? Would would a normal, just a very comfortable estate or saloon? Well, I mean, car you, most me. cars you're buying at the moment is going to going to get you thirty plus. Right. Okay, that's it, good. You know, that's good. I would think right. Easy, thirty to forty out. plus, even okay. better than that. But oh, wow, in some cases, it. but you know, nine miles to the gallon—that's a bit old school. But anyway, we will. If you'd like to own it, it's at eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds at the moment. It's on auction, and we're going to speak to someone who's had a good look around it. There's plenty of becks in the vehicle. Yeah, there is, isn't there? There's, yeah, there's. He's got his, the the carpets have he's got like his autograph on. It was all done. It was carned up for people who understand customising. It was carned up. Do you do you have that? Do you have autograph over your house? Do you have Paul Hawkes? <laughs> yes. right. Best wishes. <laughs> I put on all the carpets on in my car. On your bath mat as well. Yeah. Designed for Paul Hawkesby. But it's it's all been it was all personally done for him. It was a hundred grand car at the time in two thousand and eight. So it yeah, eleven grand if if you don't mind a gas guzzler and all that. We'll we'll be telling you more about that later on. Somebody's had a good look at it. Uh, and also, we want to hear from you about your uh, items that you own that were once owned by the stars. Uh, the, the more obscure, the better. Um, have you got anything well, like that, Well, I've been sworn, I put this on Twitter, I've been sworn not to tell a certain an- anecdote about, about a kitchen appliance. You know, yeah, I'm not that's allowed to Definitely, tell there's a ban. There's a complete <laughs> sin die ban. Um, no, but I did auction my car off. Um, Darren Eady runs that celebrity uh, 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 website where he auctions wow. things off for charity. So celebrities, inverted commas, yeah. give the things to Darren Eady and then he mm. auctions them off and you give it to a good cause. Nice. So I had a Y-Reg Clio valued a thousand pounds and yeah. I gave it to Darren Eady's uh, website to auction off. So how much do you think a Y-Reg Clio worth a thousand pounds plus the, the celebrity endorsement the celebrity endorsement of me, what do you reckon that went for? Well, I, I'm tempted to say more than a grand, but, but but the way you set that question up would suggest it was about 850 quid. 600 quid. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the Max Rushton Association put 400 quid off the going rate. I can rate. devalue anything by that's, 40%. That's brilliant. So let it? us know. Anything, uh, years ago, we had a listener phone up and said he bought Frank Stapleton's house, and he said one of the things he remembers most was the bright emerald green toilet seat. Uh, and bathroom suite that Frank had. Oh, so I did a bit of sky with Frank, and I yeah. said, uh, "Can you stand this up, Frank?" 
Did you have an emerald green toilet seat and bathroom seat? He said, absolute rubbish. No, I didn't. Has anyone ever had an emerald toilet seat? <laughs> not made of, obviously not made of emeralds. Oh, right. I think it was I the, it was right. the colour. Right. It was the colour. Maybe it was a you. nod to his, his Irish roots. But How decadent Frank Stapleton would be to get a solid emerald toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not very comfortable, is it? Those times where you just want to sit on the seat, also, like the phone goes or something. <laughs> heavy on the way down as well. You'd have to place it down, Yeah, you imagine you? in the middle of the night, that thumping sound of the emeralds go down. A smile, please, says, I purchased a KitchenAid mixer off Paul off. Wow. Um, I'm, who knows? Uh, Monty says, I bought one of Ben Fogel's old barber jackets last year for the charity Help the Aged. What a middle class tweet this is, he yeah. says. <laughs> really? I, bet, I bet that was well, I bet that had a lot of lab hairs in the old pockets, <laughs> didn't you? The old, a uh, lot of dog hairs. I bet if, if you go through those pockets, you'll find at least four poo bags <laughs> and some old, uh, empty ones, obviously unused, and some old treats. And he says, I bought Lee Dixon's stained glass bathroom door. Really? Yeah. Lee Dixon, stained glass bathroom door. <laughs> Anyone? Latest edition, Steve Bold interview. Only a pound. This is a good text. Hi, it's Nicky Butt. Please remember me, no one else does. Hashtag class of 92. Thanks, Nicky. Is that, is that from Nicky I, or I, you think somebody I having think you it, on? It might be from Ollie in Portsmouth. But oh, okay, fair enough. It. Who he's staying with at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing we'd like to hear from you on, so let us know anything to once owned by the stars, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS, H&J, 0871722344. This was a letter from Catherine Kitson, not that Kath Kitson, I take it, from Bradfield in Berkshire. She wrote to the Telegraph, she said, Sir, when I met the love of my life, it quickly became apparent that he was a huge Spurs fan. By our second date, I made sure that I knew all 11 of the football team's players and their merits on the field. Obviously impressed, he proposed 12 weeks later. (laughs) We've been happily married for 21 years and my love for him has never dwindled. Sadly, though, my love for all things football has not lasted. I often worry that my husband feels he has been cheated out of the wife he thought he was (laughs) marrying. So, But sometimes, early on in a relationship, you do kind of make the effort, don't you? And you think, well, that's what he likes, that's what she likes, uh, that's what they like. Did you make an effort? I'm going to... I'm going to go through that. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, to an extent. I mean, my missus dropped the bombshell on me quite early on that she'd been a childhood gooner. That she had pictures of Charlie George and... Harry Kane. Frank McClintock (laughs) on the wall. She said it was just a passing fad, you know, but a a love of arse. Had I known a bit earlier, it could have been very different. Uh, Mrs Rushton, we're going to hear from her now because you obviously work in the football industry Mm. and um, you've tried to... She's Australian, as you'll hear if you haven't heard her before. Um, You've tried to get her interested in football and this kind of gives you maybe a bit of an example of how things are going. You asked her, Max, did you? Yes, well, she has no interest in football or sports. She calls it all the green right it's just green on the <laughs> screen just... i was watching cricket one day and yeah. the next morning i was watching match of the day and she said didn't you watch this yesterday so he, like literally hates it has no interest in my career so yes i did <laughs> uh, and uh, she has lots of social media fans jamie carragher georgie bingham performing this person laura right. woods big fans of her on, yeah. on instagram yes i asked her to name 10 footballers Rodorino, <laughs> ronaldo one messi two school Snodgrass. Hang on, Scald and Joyous Solskjaer. Snoggrass as well. <laughs> That's okay. like 10. Four. Sir Jay Mourinho? <laughs> Five ish. Who's the man? Yeah. Redcap. Harry Redcap. 
Doesn't. I my favourite of that is, and he's in the news today, Snodgrass. <laughs> and that you say, she, you think she says Snodgrass, so you say Snodgrass, yeah. And she goes, no, Snodgrass, you idiot. <laughs> like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, so she has. She's, she's made no effort. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm... Uh, as, and, and, and you know the, um, it, the phrase, you're punching above your weight. So yeah. quite often people send her pictures on social media of Jason Punchin. Oh, yeah. And she once turned to me one morning and said, who is John Punchioni? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear me! So look, let us know. Uh, let us know this afternoon uh, about uh, those kind of efforts that you made Absolutely, with the other half yeah. in the early days. You probably don't bother now. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. You've been telling us some of your stories. We asked you about uh, items once owned by the stars, and uh, we got on here. I bought a Jaguar XJS from David Jason. Oh, that's good. Uh, of course, of only fools and horses fame. Uh, many uh, years ago, sadly, I didn't get to meet the great man. Uh, one of his people. Uh, does he have people? One of his people handled the transaction. He <laughs> did, it however. Rodney. It was Rodney. Yeah, it <laughs> would have been Rodney. Would have had. Rodney messed it. Granddad, yeah. <laughs> Here you go, mate. Here's this your is, car. This is brilliant. He uh, did, however, leave a golf club cover uh. in the boot. So I don't know if that was some kind of message from uh, from David Jason, but the golf club, he said, which is no good to me as I don't play golf, said Steve the Saints fan. On the subject of making an effort, yeah. um, you read a great story in the Telegraph about uh, you know a, a wife who who learnt all of the Spurs players of whatever era it was, yeah. and then years later didn't know who Hossam Ghali was. <laughs> anyway, uh, I first met my wife 15 years ago, uh, and uh, when we were both 16 working in Ralph Lauren, she knew I was an Arsenal fan. She told me she was in the Arsenal ladies team right. with no reason to disbelieve her I made her my girlfriend I made it that's right she, she probably agreed I made her my girlfriend <laughs> you uh, will be my girlfriend <laughs> I was thrilled to tell all my friends and family I was now going out with an Arsenal player years later in conversation with her family the lie came out that she was never an Arsenal player and in fact had barely made the Chinna ladies team <laughs> by that time we were too Chinna far Chinna ladies in. were a good side were they Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw I saw Spurs. I mean, Spurs went one nil up against and then sat back. <laughs> of course. That was a tip again. Of course. <laughs> the Chinna ladies. Uh, by that time, it was too far in. We went on to marry and we'd be married six years and have a one year old. I, I can't see the name on, on that text. That's a great story, it isn't is. it? Lied about playing for Arsenal ladies. That's going quite the stretch, isn't it? Let's not have your marriages built on a lie. Let's not do that. Let's not go <laughs> no, down. I think that's we a don't great want to go down one. that, that route. for the weekend. But uh, let us those. know. Putting that little bit of extra effort in the early stages uh, of a relationship. Talk sport, uh, sport or otherwise talksport.com text 81089 tweet J. Uh, David Beckham's uh, Range Rover is up for sale uh, you could be the proud owner if you've got just shy of 12 grand but what are you getting for your money uh, we'll find out from the good people at Motoring Research very shortly The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and uh, Max Rushton here on Talk Sport. And yeah, your chance to own a bit of uh, football slash motoring history. Mm. David Beckham's 2008 uh, customised Range Rover Sport is available. It's in black, sir. It's uh, fully loaded. It's a lovely vehicle. They're ideal for just getting to and from the shops. And at less than about 10 mile an hour, that's probably about as far as you want to go. But uh, um, not 10 mile an hour, sorry, 10 miles per gallon. But anyway, let's find out more about it. The good people at Motoring Research have had a good look over the vehicle. Mm. And <laughs> joining us now, uh, Richard Ocock, their uh, editor. Good afternoon, Richard. Good afternoon. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a lot of football fans interested in something like that. Will, will like, is this more expensive you'd, than you'd expect with a kind of car like that and the mileage it has um, because it's David Beckham's or is it the going rate, would you say? It's interesting. It, it surprised us how affordable it currently is. Um, but 10 grand is, is pretty much what you, what you pay for one of these, particularly in this in this nice spec and low mileage and immaculate condition, it's, it's quite surprising. Although I notice it is up for auction and it is gradually creeping up through the day, so um, it might not it might not sell for, for close to ten grand by the end of the day. Right, you know, we, our line we're struggling a bit with the line, so we're going to get you back, Richard, if we can, on a slightly better line. So we'll try and catch up with Richard and find out a bit more because it's a touch muffled. It was a little muffled. I want to hear the detail. If I'm going to bid for this, yeah, if you're going to make it, eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty. I think you've only got about five six hours left to bid. <sighs> the car. Like, from what I heard. Uh, it was going up and up. So by the time we get Richard back, could be it could, could be, be twenty eight well, grand. I, I've got I've got it on my screen here. Let's have a look. I'll okay, update yeah, it. Give us the, this is exciting. This is ball by ball oh, it's commentary, gone up. isn't it? Because we're talking what, about what it. I guess now twelve thousand two hundred and fifty quid. It's met the reserve. Okay. Um, I think it went for quite a lot more money uh, a couple of years ago. I think it was about thirty grand then. So the backside's fallen out of it. Not buy literally. A new car. There you go, Richard. Ain't we've got you back? Can we, is that better? I'm back. Oh, I'm it's back. a bit better. Yeah, good stuff. Now um, we said two years ago it sold for about thirty grand. So this is you know two years on. It's got a sizable amount. It's got sixty six thousand miles uh, on it, hasn't it? But we said it is. It's a rather juicy vehicle, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's got a, a beautiful spec and it's got all this custom car design kit that costs I think it's 100 grand just for the extras that it's got on it so it's, so it's a beautiful and very special machine um, and, and the current rate is, is well under what you'd normally pay for it. So so sorry I'm, I'm not an expert with cars it costs, how much did it cost new? 100 car? grand it was. It was No but was that 100 grand in total? I thought 100 grand of extras no. on top of the car. Oh really? It was 100 grand of extras or was that the lot? It's, it's that was a lot. It's, I think the vehicle was about thirty-five, and then more than more than twice that in extras. And the extras included sort of hand-sewn leather 
and a top-end sound system and, and everything that, that you'd expect the Beckhams to, to fit to a Range Rover. Do the super-rich do that a lot? I mean, I'm sorry to sound baffled, but if the car is 35, do lots of people spend double that getting their own name oh, yeah. sewn into the bottom of the car? Like how many footballers... I mean, all the years on soccer... I mean, all the footballers you spoke to, didn't you see them pull up in the car park in their overfinch? <laughs> well, I, occasionally, yeah, but I just don't really... It seems very odd to I have your name. I used to see... Uh, um, I used to see Jermaine Defoe occasionally in his big custom-built... Right, He could barely see above the steering <laughs> wheel. I'm sure he was sitting on a block. Did, did they, Richard, did they get a good... I mean, is that... A, did they spend too much on, on getting his name sewed into the, the seat covers, or was that quite... A conservative amount of money to get your car specked up with your own name on it. Yeah, it's it's uh, they they can spend a fortune and and Bentley Bentley sells an SUV the Bentayga for 150 grand mm-hmm. and you can get a clock in it and the clock itself is um, 150 grand. <laughs> Is that a grandfather clock? <laughs> <laughs> what is what hand hand yeah, it's a hand winding that so you have to you, do every and morning? People, and, and they actually and what does the clock does it have? The, what does it do? Is it, <laughs> kind of, is it a solid gold yeah, clock? What is it? It's a it's a it's a self winding um, clock in in the dashboard, and and it doesn't actually look all that to be honest, but. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's quite special. It's yeah. got gold and, and diamonds and things. So and, and people people do spend it. That's the amazing thing. People do spend a fortune on customising these high end vehicles. Um, I, I visited Bentley a, a few years back, and and the amount of vehicles that are going down the line in sort of bright gold and and pink leather inside and things. People spend an absolute fortune making making these cars their own. It's got mismatched tires, though, I understand from your report, that uh, well, not all the tires are the same. You need, but wouldn't you expect that? Spent all the money on a watch, <laughs> yeah, haven't he? <laughs> he's got that clock, couldn't afford the right tires. But uh, and also, but some of the spec uh, is pretty impressive. I mean, you've got a couple of the, the kids, have, they've got screens in the back of the chairs, oh, as you can okay. imagine, in the back, so the yeah. kids used to watch DVDs and play games. It's got a Genesis yeah. sound system, which only plays Genesis. <laughs> I, I take think it. so, yeah. So you've got, like, supper's ready. Um... <laughs> 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah, so it did, and all the carpets have got, say, his name sewn in. Um, yep. And uh, he could argue that t- 66,000 miles, I don't know how many were, were, were him or the person that bought it. So he gifted it to his sister, Joanne, for a while, didn't he? He did, yes. Yep. So he had it for a while and then gifted it to, to his sister and then, then somebody else bought it. And I think that's where the... Um, Things like the mismatched tyres. Um, oh yeah, because I, th- I can't see I can't see Bex having that, that. He'd have that attention to detail. Oh, he doesn't. Really he doesn't need to go and put on a little. Doesn't need to go and put on a sort of remould or something, does he? Doesn't need to pop down. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, just stick one on. Whatever you got. Yeah, uh, he's 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 a proper car nut, and he's had some amazing cars mm. over the years. Um, I mean, there's the famous picture of when he met Posh and uh, uh, Victoria. Yeah. In, the, um, the, in the Porsche all those years ago and he's, he's had Ferraris and loads of Range Rovers and things so yeah he, he really knows his stuff and, and this is a great example of that because it's a, a beautiful car and a really really tasteful tasteful and, and good looking spec and, yeah. does it, and does he always put his name in it? He, he, um, he, he doesn't always but yeah on occasion he, um, he has had things sewn in and they, they do occasionally pop up um, Beckham's ex-cars and, and it's interesting to see what sort of things he's had done to them whether it's whether it's him or um, yeah. or Mrs Beckham that's had it done I mean he'd, he'd spend this on a, on a 
good cigar, wouldn't he? So I wonder if he might go back in now and oh, and oh, for old time's sake, again, yeah, just go hit for him and Victoria to drive the old car again after all these years. It's a, unlikely, <laughs> I would think. And so, so, and and you might have said this already. How much if this had nothing to do with David Beckham? How much would this car be going for now? Do you think? Well, if it hadn't just proven, probably, probably um, ten grand ish, it, it might go for. Um, okay. It's it, the, the starting price is actually pretty decent given the condition that it's in. But I think now, as the clock's ticking, and, and you've got things like Beckham's signature in the, um, in the in the in the history and things, that that might um, push it up a bit. Oh, and also the fact that it is a really nice car. Yeah, yeah, it looks it. It must. It certainly does. You've got six hours left, folks. It's currently at twelve thousand two hundred and fifty pounds, and themarket.co.uk. Thank you very much. Thank you, Richard. Good stuff, Richard. All the best. You're welcome. Thank you. Richard is the editor of Motoring Research. uh, I mean, that's uh, mind blowing. The website which gives you all the information. I did. I I did apply. You know, when Top Gear said, "Do." Send a thirty-second video in. Oh yeah, you know, like anyone can go for it. And I was like, well, I got some experience on TV, and yeah. the BBC did ban me from driving when I worked for them because I kept crashing the radio car. <laughs> I kept going, you know, like, into multi-story cars. Did you tell them that when you yeah, yeah, for I told them gear. that because I, good. I wanted to sort of, you know, take the Batmobile and do like, you know, Bay Park and can it fit your shopping in, and then go to everywhere where the previous presenters had been politically incorrect and just apologise in a combi <laughs> van. And they they actually thought about it. And then, I, then they stopped answering my emails. Oh, really? There so they, you, you you fell out of the, um, the I fell out of the pecking order. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the long list. Early. Could have changed my life. Can I can I ask your opinion on something? Uh, please do. do mind? Yes, sartorially. I'm very. Opinionated. I don't know. I don't know how targeted uh, Gaps marketing is, but they sent me a message uh, the other day. They emailed me, and it says. These leggings are so you. <laughs> they are so you, now, aren't they? Have a look. Tell me about the leggings. Look, they've obviously they've obviously done their work. Then looked at my demographic yeah. uh, and uh, fifty plus men, yeah. and um, they think these leggings are so me. Oh, they are now, nice. Do you describe the colour? Do you think they're me? Pink and pink polka dot. Are they quite? They're more leopard. Are they leopard? What would you say? And I don't know what they are. Pink they're a kind of quite a pinky blue colour. Mm. They they say f- your favourite opaque leggings. Oh, your favourite opaque ones. They're not because necessarily you got... mine, but yeah. you know they've done. They're, they're high compression, moisture wicking with four way stretch, mm-hmm. and they seem predominantly have sort of twenty year old women wearing them. Um, Do you so, think there's an age where you'll go to leggings? I mean, tracksuit trousers are nice, aren't they? Do you think there's some day you'll... I remember Brian Blessed came on Soccer AM in, in tracksuit trousers, and I was quite jealous. I did think you could have dressed up a little bit for this TV show, but then when you get to Blessed's level, you can wear a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, you've done 20 years, your birthday could be, yeah. I'm going to dress casual now. For, well, I remember come, one, of our, one of our guys went off to interview um, Ian Marshall, the former Oldham player, went oh, up yes. the Boundary Park. Dave Marvelous. Cottrell went there to interview Ian Marshall for 90 Minutes magazine. And, and uh, Ian turned in basically like he was a painter and decorator. <laughs> he'd, uh, he thought he'd come straight. He said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just doing a little bit of work at home. And he was covered in paint. Oh, I mean, literally. Great. Sort of paint. Paint flex Maybe in the a photo hair. shoot like Pro- that. Probably went for well, it. I never knew Ian Marshall was a painter and decorator. Yeah, uh, high compression moisture. Wi- I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they are so me. I'm looking I, at them here. I'm looking at we'll the model. Picture. I'm putting the model in the photo. I think they'll sell more with that model than if they change it to you okay. in that photo. But well, I don't mean may- that as an insult. Maybe we'll put a picture up and we'll let yeah, the listeners let's... decide whether that is so me or not. But I think <laughs> I think Gap have just it's been a bit scattergun in terms of their marketing. So we'll we'll see. Uh, anyway, you are listening to Talk Sport, believe it or not. It's not Talk Leggings. No, it's not Talk Leggings. Yeah, never mind all that. 
Um, but anyway, uh, Maurizio Pochettino had his first game in charge of Paris Saint-Germain we last did, night. Yeah. How did it go? I've watched the highlights. You've watched the highlights. Have, yeah. And uh, we'll find out a little bit more about it. It's a bit weird seeing him in another dugout. It's oh, like seeing hurts. an old girlfriend with a upset? new bloke. Did it hurt you? It was it just, it was weird. It was weird Has seeing him. he got him his nice little friend, Jesus. Jesus and all yeah. the guys there, seeing all his coaches, such familiar faces, sitting on another man's bench. Just didn't feel right. It didn't. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll be chatting more about that shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on TalkSport. We'll talk about a bit of transfer news later on and we'll see how Maurizio Pochettino did in his first game in charge of uh, PSG. Julian Laurent joins us. But before all of that, new book, The Plant-Based Power Plan. I'm mm. sure this will be doing very well in January with a lot of people going for uh, the January and it's all about um, TJ Waterfall the author works with lots of uh, athletes from different sports and uh, they buy into the plant-based diet and it improves their performance and this could now be you Uh, could be me it, well, it could be you. Well, I know you've got a smoothie-based question some, to come. I've got some nuts in front of me as well. I'm, you know, almost there, aren't I? Marvellous. Yeah. Uh, TJ, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, yeah we're good. good thank, thank you. you. So, uh, as we said, yeah, a lot of people are, are, are thinking about this at the moment. It's very timely you should come out in January. I'm sure it's not a complete accident. That, that wasn't a coincidence, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a bit of a rush to get it out in time. Yeah. And so, so you, work with, you work with elite sports people in this area. I just wondered, do they all come to you as converts or have there been times when maybe uh, their club or, or their coach has said, this is something you should look at, a plant-based diet, it should definitely... And then you've had to kind of, not so much talk them into it, but convince them that it's right for them. No, I'd actually say most people um, who come to me are already um, pretty aware of the benefits of a plant-based diet. There's there's no um, sort of convincing on my part. Um, mostly they, they come to me because they're aware of the advantages and are, are interested in trying a plant-based diet, um, but they just don't know what to do next and, and how best to go about it. So, yeah, that's that's where the work with them comes in. And what should they do next? You know, when Hector Bellerin arrives and says, I, I'm a, I want to be a vegan, what's the next step? Well, uh, that's, uh, th- 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 I mean, there's so much to, d- to discuss. Um, there's obviously the, the fundamentals of, of healthy eating. That's important for everyone, no, no matter what your diet is. Um, it's really important to get that right because so many people... Uh, that don't you know a, a lot of clients I work with spend um, you know 20 plus hours a week uh, training but they invest very little time in, in their nutrition um, and so yeah getting the fundamentals right is is the most important thing uh, once you do that then you can go on to sort of fine-tuning the diet and looking at uh, nutrition timing um, ergogenic aids which are sort of you know performance enhancing uh, uh, foods which, which can help as well um, and sort of build up from there well, when you're dealing with um, sort of team based sports people do you generally finding that there is often a plant based option at their clubs whenever they have, they have lunch uh, the, the nutritionists at all the clubs have completely switched on to this uh, pr- pretty much always, yes. Yeah, there's uh, there's usually good uh, uh, plant-based options nowadays, um, which definitely makes my job easier. Um, you know, as long as five years ago, I'd say uh, there probably weren't. Um, but yeah, t- times have changed in the last few years. And uh, yes, it's much easier now. Um, 
I, I don't want to do our listeners down, but I don't know how many are elite sports people. For the ones that for the ones that aren't, <laughs> well, we like, know Paul Scholes was listening because yeah, he's, he's yes, looking for you. He's after me, yes. But you know, aside from the class of '92, who are avid listeners to the station, you know, if you're if you're thinking about this or you want to be a bit healthier, you know, can you can you go part vegan? Is it all or nothing, or can you be vegan for three days a week and then you know eat something you'd prefer to eat later in the week? Um, you know, it, it definitely doesn't have to be all, all or nothing. Um, I would say any shift in the direction to uh, to a more plant based diet um, would, would definitely help. And that's um, that's true whether you're an elite athlete or, or sports person or, you know, whether you're someone like me who, uh, you know, just enjoys uh, exercising recreationally or, or, or socially. I'm a sort of fitness and, and sports enthusiast, but I'm by no stretch of the imagination an elite sports person. Um, and uh, yeah, no matter what your your uh, level is, you can definitely benefit from making a shift in that direction. I would argue that that the further you move in that direction, the the more benefits um, you you'll realise. Um, but yeah, you can definitely start off with you know a handful of of plant based meals a week, and um, you'll you'll almost certainly see some 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 benefits just from that. I wonder is, you know, you obviously spend a lot of time thinking about what to call the book and the plant-based power plan, and we've said plant-based a lot. Is it got to a stage now where people sort of accept that isn't eating plants? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I know that sounds stupid, but I think in my first mind, as soon as someone says plant-based, I think, oh, I don't want to eat plants. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Um, it, you know, it's a term that encompasses the, the sort of dietary uh, lifestyle, but... Um, I've been a, 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 a plant-based for the last uh, five years or so. Um, I was I was actually ate quite a lot of meat um, before that, um, and I've spent time working in in kitchens. Um, I, I now teach um, uh, cooking and nutrition at uh, a vegan, uh, the top vegan cookery school, Demuth's Cookery School, and um, I can honestly say that I've had uh, some of the best food I've ever eaten uh, in the last few years, um, and. You can really, uh, you know, make almost any cuisine from around the world and make beautiful uh, plant-based versions of it. Um, you know, things like fragrant Chinese stir fries, um, you know, colourful Mexican burritos, uh, authentic Italian pizzas and, and pastas. Uh, you know, the, the the list goes on. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely doesn't have to be, uh, you know, just uh, sort of uh, boring plants or um, you know salads. Um, it, it can be exciting, authentic, uh, hearty, and, uh, and and delicious. Yeah. Well, there's lots of excellent uh, recipes at the back as well, and I think we may uh, pass some of these on to our uh, breakfast presenter, Alan Brazil. Yeah. I, could, well, I okay. wonder what Alan would be like on the homemade rustic baked beans. Is it cheap? I know. <laughs> is it? Is it? Because I think part of the worry about veganism is it's a kind of it's a it's a a diet of privilege, right? It, it, can you you know if you don't have a lot of money, is it easy? Is it cheap? It's it's incredibly cheap. It, it, it's uh, you know, uh, it does. You definitely don't have to rely on the expensive foods like avocados and uh, you know pomegranate seeds, things like that. Those, those things can be nice if you, if you want to add them, as with any diet. But um, you know, if you're basing your diet around whole plant foods like grains and uh, pulses and beans, nuts, seeds, you know, it's it's incredibly cheap, very healthy. Um, and can definitely support uh, and uh, promote, you know, world-class uh, performance as well. Good stuff. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much for joining us, Thank TJ. You.
Thank you so much. TJ Waterfall's book, The Plant-Based Power Plan. We will be passing this on to the breakfast team. Alan will be on the spiced orange quinoa <laughs> porridge tomorrow. When I used to, when I sit in on Jim's show, yeah. I'd come in and give Alan just some nuts and seeds and he'd just say... I'm not a canary. So you've got your work. <laughs> well, Sarah, he goes on. I wonder what Alan, Alan will make of tofu scramble. He's in. He's in. What a great player he'll see. <laughs> what a great player he was. Anyway, uh, there we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. With David Beckham's Range Rover going under the hammer, we were uh, wondering about any items you had that were once owned by the stars. Dan in Fulham says, uh, long ago I bought a classic 1960s tonic jacket, brackets very mod, second hand. A label on the inside bore the legend Derek Jacoby. Beautiful. (laughs) I've got Derek Jacoby's tonic jacket, (laughs) says Dan in Fulham. Top work. Um, on the cars one, Mark in Manchester says, on you know, uh, footballers getting their cars totally done up yeah. and t- changed completely. When I lived in Newcastle, I used to regularly see Niall Ranger's Range Rover about town. He'd had it personalised, so it said Ranger Rover. I don't imagine adding an R to the name broke the... <laughs> stick an R on it. There you go. Yeah. The perfect name. In a different typeface. Absolutely. Uh, my dad bought a Mark One Range Rover, says uh, Hilly the Hammer in Welling Garden. He says, uh, Range Rover, dark green, tan leather, Quad stereo system. When he checked the logbook, first owner, one Rick Wakeman. Oh, that's excellent. Keyboard wizard. Uh, as a fan, that was very cool. I mean, what, what, there might have been a cape in the back. Would have given it away. Gold lame <laughs> cape just lying in the back of the car. Oh, here's a text. If I was vegan, can I eat cheese? I don't believe so. Um, yeah. You know, but, you know, eat, you know let, live and let live. Be, you know, do what you want to do. I never ask my smoothie. It'll have to wait until the next time we talk to an expert. You say Justin, who you speak to every week, mm. of course, on, on, uh, on your show. He... Uh, um, yeah, he, he, you know, he doesn't say evangelises about it, but it, it works brilliantly. He was talking about it yesterday because Charlie was ribbing him slightly about it, but he, he was he was straight in there defending it and saying it's a great way of life, works for him. Big so. Bear Ben says, uh, been vegan for three years now, the best decision I ever made. See? Food is amazing, I've never felt better yeah. in myself. I'm trying to get do some fitness now, just be a bit healthier. It is boring, isn't it? That's the trouble. When you want to, you know, just after dinner and you want to eat an ice cream, and you think, ah, oh, probably you're, you're, shouldn't. You're sitting there with a little Tupperware full of nuts, I've which got, is a bit bleak, really. It's bleak. I've got some raisins, but not many raisins. I sort of skimped on the raisins. That has, that's how depressing it's given, it is. It's given you no joy, is it? So, no, not I really. Mean, well, I did, the, I did the men's health six-pack in six-week challenge in 2011. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I became so boring. I mean, even more boring before anyone texts in. They look, people, I mean, Andy Goldstein did it, because they, they kind of look after you, give you a personal trainer, the whole bit. They do everything. Everything's in place for you, for you to succeed, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. I mean, essentially, it's, it's, it's replacing everything you like with a cashew nut. That was how I would describe <laughs> it. And I've, I've said it before, but I had one cheat day, right? A day where you didn't have to eat. You, you didn't have to do no carbs here or lose the egg yolks or all the things that give you joy in your life. Yeah. And it was, so I, it would be a Saturday on the Soccer AM days, the glory years. I'd stop and get a giant cappuccino. I didn't even like them, but I just wanted some... I was on no dairy through the week. Mm. Then I'd eat sweets through the show and then go to the pub afterwards and have a chilli. And then I went out for a curry with some friends. <laughs> going you know, well. At one in the morning, right, I was staring at the oven like they do on Bake Off with two pano chocolates with a slab of chocolate green and blacks over the top thinking what's happened to me you know this is honestly it can and you I'm fell like, off the wagon my trainer's I've got a personal trainer and he's, and he's saying I've got to weigh myself every day you've and, still got a personal uh, trainer yeah, I've still got one. Oh, okay but I, I don't, don't say that is that <laughs> incredulously <laughs> really I didn't mean it like that I, mean, I just like, wondered if you meant in that moment or still no, 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 still and so I'm trying to do this thing now for two months and and um 
you know, and, and like we'd start talking about it on a Sunday and people want to join in. There are lots of people who want to get a bit healthier and it's a cliche to do it in January, but yeah. it's a good idea to be a bit healthier. And he's getting me weighing myself every day. And I don't know if that's good for you because it's become a bit, you know, I started weighing myself before I go to the loo to see what happens. You know, okay. it's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, Is you want to weigh, far? You weigh yourself far? after, ideally. <laughs> well, I did I both. I was, in, I was very interested. That's a bit weird. No, not yeah. like that. What difference it makes. Okay. The um, somebody who's, who's, who doesn't use load carving up loading up mm. uh, for the new year is Thomas Suchek of uh, of um, West Sauchek, as he yes. suddenly started being called by some commenter. Obviously, someone's had a word with him. Said mm. uh, Tom, how do you want your name print? And he's told him. So Glenn they're, they're, go, please, they're yes. going with it, like I did yesterday with Sean Deitch. As soon as I heard Sean say Deitch and not Deitch, I'm on board. Oh, is that That's the is? way the man says oh, it. Fair yeah. enough. There's a clip of him. Okay. Uh, it must be a Premier League clip, and it's just him sitting there looking at the camera, and he's just going. Sean Deitch. <laughs> sure, I don't know he sounds like Danny LaRue. But anyway, that's all he's doing. But uh, so uh, I'm going, I'm sticking with Suchek till he tells me otherwise. But so Thomas Suchek, um, he, he said he misses a bit of Czech potato salad. Mm, that was after and, the game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and uh, they, the club sorted him yesterday. The club uh, oh. chef sorted him with some proper old sort of uh, potato salad. With you know, it, 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 nice. Uh, you, you go to Prague and they give you a bit of potato salad. It's not what you expect. Oh, um, really? We, I mean, we went out a check. We was in Prague with some mates once on a gentleman's, and we had a typical Czech meal. Yeah, and uh, I think I had the duck. And it was, a, I mean, it was a massive, you know, it was a, a, a huge thing. It's just a carb-loading country. And yeah, it was a lot of spud, a lot of, you know, and um, the other boys I was with, they had, uh, they had knee. They had some kind of animal knee, and they're both sitting there going, "Oh, it's a bit grisly." I'm saying, "Well, yes, a knee." Has yours done your ACL? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, he's, he's yeah, had his meniscus has gone yeah, on that one. It had, it had one of the frames on it. it had, I still had the old plastic. It, had the, it was wearing a, a protective boot. But anyway, in in, in the Czech Republic, right. they favour that potato salad with a schnitzel or carp. Right. So you can have one with a nice carp and potato salad. So oh, I'd uh, go schnitzel every time. You'd go, would you go um, down that yes, route? I don't know absolutely. if they deep fry the carp because I've got a picture of it here, and it's that is very much the. Do you reckon that's the schnitzel or is that that's the carp? A schnitzel. That's not is a that, carp. That's is not it? a carp. Well, it Unless could be a carp in batter. You don't batter a carp. Do you? <laughs> Who batters a carp? I'll try where's not to. Where's oh, eight Nigel? seven one seven <laughs> double two. Nigel, never mind your top five centre halves. Do you batter it and then put it back, Nigel? By the way, that's what we want to know. Could you batter a carp? Ideally, you catch and release, don't you? That's what you want to be doing. Yes. Are we doing? A, are we doing? A, is this our free section? I, just I think. Well, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I intended to do something a bit more structured than this, but it's just turned. It's I gone a bit free. I have a form. question for you. Paul, oh yeah, uh, go on, Paul. Then. Do you uh, when you wake up in the morning? Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, Paul McCartney? Uh, Paul McCartney. Do I, Paul McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> Paul McCartney. When you wake up in the morning, do you pull your McCartney? <laughs> Paul McCartney starts the day by listening to one of his own songs. Wow. Yeah, he says, the 70-year-old says, the one I seem to go to most when I'm uh, banging down on the piano is Lady Madonna. Right. Uh, there we are. But he listens to it. But do you, first do, do, thing do, do in you the morning. Put clips I, of the week I put on? an old clips of the week. Do, do, first thing in the okay, morning. I, I like nothing so. better than listening to my own voice. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Me too. Yeah. I go back to any one of the shows. I'm, I'm normally presenting a show on TalkSport when I wake up anyway. So yeah. it's just, I'm on every minute. I haven't got so. Macca's back catalogue, of course, so uh, I can understand. But that's interesting, isn't it? This mm. makes it this sort of reminds him how good he is, I would imagine. Not that he should need reminding of that. A medical report revealing Napoleon Bonaparte spent his final years in agony with toothache has sold in Dallas, Texas for £1,500. Really? What could that possibly say, apart from 
toothache hurt Napoleon. No wonder today. he. No wonder he was a bit bolshy. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder he went off trying to conquer Europe. If, I mean, because it can make you quite oh, bad tempered toothache. Listen, I've got it? a slight mouth ulcer now, and it's really getting me down. But you're not. You're not looking to start war with. <laughs> not going to invade <laughs> Ukraine anytime soon. No, that's good no news. plans. Well, currently. that's good. A bit of breaking news. Mm. Matt Rushton's still with us. We're not before Saturday because Charlie's <laughs> counting on you. Obviously, absolutely. So that's yeah. right. Uh, anyway, uh, what else we got for... Oh, yes, um, we're going to talk transfers in a few moments' mm. time. Look at the transfer stories of the day, so we'll bring you that uh, very shortly, including Mesut Ozil, which we discovered today, will be on for a loyalty bonus if he sees his contract. He, I mean, he has been he, loyal. Is he paid a lot? I, no one's mentioned it. No, no I, I, I don't know. Sure. I, I, I don't think he's on, I don't think he's on a I, great I, deal no, of money. No, I'm not sure. I don't no, think he's so. ever mentioned that before. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. <laughs> Well, Maurizio Pochettino uh, began life uh, last night in the dugout. It hurt you, didn't it, Paul? Well, I did. I was saying earlier on, Max, it was a bit like seeing uh, an old girlfriend uh, going out with her new bloke. Parisian artist. Oh, God, that would really hurt, wouldn't it? All all of his coaches, you know, Jesus and all the guys there, you've got got to know them, you've got to see them, and then suddenly they're in somebody else's dugout. The treachery. You'll be of okay. course not. I'm, okay. I'm pleased for him. And uh, but they didn't kick off with a win. Watching the game, uh, here to tell us more, uh, Julian Laurent. Good afternoon, Jules. Hello, boys. Yeah, it was weird. A weird experience seeing <laughs> him there. Well, that was a bit. It felt a bit uh, Premier League because uh, Claude Puel was there as well. So it, it, it wasn't quite as jarring. It could have just been an old Spurs Leicester game we were watching. But the um, yeah, so it was a one-all draw, and they made pretty hard work of it at times. And they could have lost it towards the end. I watched the highlights, and one off the bar from St Etienne towards the end could have lost the game. Well, yeah, you're right. They could have lost the game. St Etienne played, played really well, considering they. They didn't really do too good this season uh, under Puel. They had a lot of changes and, and a lot of players missing. PSG had a lot of players missing as well. Nine of them, including people like Neymar, or Kimpembe, Icardi, some of really big players uh, for them. And, and also the fact that Pochettino only had two proper training sessions since he, since he joined the club. So I don't think we could expect really uh, to see the revolution or even to see a lot of changes in the way the team played. We saw... A few little things like Marco Verratti playing a bit higher up on the on the pitch compared to to his usual position before. Uh, we saw a bit of flexibility tactically as well in what they're trying to do. But but you're right, they could have lost the game. They they could have won it as well. They had some mm. decent chances late in the game. Uh, Mozi Kane, Kylian Mbappe was not so good. But certainly, I think it's a bit early to to judge Poch on on that game. I think he was happy to be there. It was a freezing night in in Saint Etienne. But I think he will take that point and move on to the next game. I was doing a show with Andros Townsend the other day and talking about you know him and, and when sort of Pochettino got rid of him at Spurs and that sort of ruthlessness of Pochettino. Julian, I've seen a I have seen a picture of him and Neymar looking happy together, haven't I? I think I did. So does yeah. does that does that mean he hasn't ruthlessly bombed out Neymar yet? <laughs> the, the the big question, Max, is is and I think it's the right one as well. Will Will the dressing room listen to him? Will they, will they do what he says? Will they run as much as he wants them to? Will there be that intensity that he wants that we saw at Southampton and at Spurs, which worked with those dressing rooms? Will he work with this one, which is by far more difficult, I think, to deal with than the ones he, met, he had before, with more egos than the one he had before? And, and that's the, really the, the only, the only was certainly the big question mark over, over him coming to the club is what, how, what the dynamic will be, how is Mbappe going to respond to, to Poch methods, what about Neymar? And I think you're right. I think he, he will be ruthless because I think that's part of him as a coach. But, but will that be enough? And, and also, will he be backed by the club? Let's say if he's not happy with the Neymar, 
that's the, that has been the problem before with some PSG managers is that the club was too more players driven really than 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 with the managers. So let's hope that now that they they made the effort to go and get him, um, that they would back him up if if there's a discipline issue somewhere or if he feels that some of the players, especially key players, are not really buying into the methods. Yeah, I mean, and, and at Tottenham, as we saw, there were players there for whatever reason didn't buy into what he wanted. We know they were Etienne Capou, Eunice Cabal. They were moved on. Yeah quite quickly but the profile of those players with respect is not Neymar and Mbappe and some of the sort of uh, Galacticos they've got there so it's a whole lot harder to go at the board say it's not working for me can we move him on No you're right and also I think when he was talking to the club to, to join they made it clear to him that the future at the club certainly for what they want to do is with Neymar and Mbappe they're trying very hard to extend their deal that finish in, in 18 months so if you're coming now, you are coming with Neymar and Mbappe and, and you, maybe you have to adapt a little bit your methods and your ideas. Hopefully they will also be part of what you want to do and they'll be on board and, and everything and that would be great. But I think he knows that they, they're there, hopefully for the club, or that's what the club wants. They, they're there on the longer term than just for the next six months. And I think it's also key for them to extend their deal to have that good relationship with, with Poch. I think he is, as you know, um, he can be very seducing, very charming when he wants to be. He's a very intelligent guy, and I'm sure that he will he will manage to get that dressing room behind him. Do you see this Delhi Alley thing happening? I mean, people are putting two and two together, and they're making five. I mean, and if they did bring him in, do you think he'd be a good fit? Of, of all the former Spurs players or current Spurs players, I thought Ericsson was was going to be the one really that Posh could think. Okay, I need a bit of creativity in that PSG team because Verratti is often injured because. I think you need someone uh, to be able to put his foot on the ball that just doesn't think only about running up players and, and do nutmegs and keep earpiece and things like Neymar and Mbappe. And I thought Ericsson would be very good for that, especially with Di Maria having only six months left on his contract. Mm. However, PSG have said to Inter, for now, we're not really thinking about Ericsson. And for Dele Alli, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm being told that at the moment there's, there's nothing there, but, but Poch might think is is a good idea to have. He can play as a second striker. He can play a bit deeper if he wants to. He, he can offer you other options. I'm just not sure right now that's exactly the profile they need. I think they need, they need another centre-back, for example, a bit more creativity as, a, as, a, as in a playmaker, more maybe than someone like Dele Alli. Is there a minimum requirement for Poch this season? As you know, it's always the Champions League, really, where you judge people. But I think he will, because he's arrived at the time he's arrived, uh, and and you know that he needs a bit of time to put all his ideas together for the squad to implement what he wants to do. That will take a bit of time, and he's got no time. He's got 12 games to come in 50 days, which is a crazy schedule. So I think if they qualify for the quarterfinals by beating Barcelona in February and March, which I think they, they could do, I think quarterfinals is the minimum that he should do in the Champions League. After that, it depends a lot on the draw, the fitness of your players, the sure. form, and, and if you had the time to put your ideas together. But certainly the Champions League and at least the quarterfinal would be acceptable, I think. Mm-hmm. Julia, was it Claude Puel? I remember us doing a show on TalkSport where you said he's from a certain part of France where everyone yeah. is boring. <laughs> I'm not sure if I said boring, but certainly not <laughs> the most expensive and... And happy, put it that way. Okay, yes, I just remember. It's a whole area of France written off by Julien Laurent because Claude Puel. Write them off. They're just very much like Claude Puel. All right, okay. I'm just looking it up. He's from Castres, which is rugby country, really, Jules, isn't it? 
Van Rysel. Everyone there is like Claude Pumel. It's an amazing place to go. As soon as this is all over, that's where I'm going to head. Somewhere the Laurent family won't be holidaying (laughs) this year. (laughs) Boring, is it? (laughs) It's not that. It's just you you, you can see him on the touchline. You know, he's he's, he's not cracking jokes every every five minutes. That's what I mean. I I, I don't expect him to do an hour at the comedy (laughs) store anytime soon. That's true. Thank you, Jules. See you soon. Thank you, boys. Take care. Julian are on their French football expert. So he caught a finals um, I think I think they might be yeah maybe what's the most boring area of the UK 879 <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's not going to upset anybody that cheers Max right. save that for the weekend <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport <laughs> It is time for uh, the birthday spread. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, ten birthdays of of the week. Uh, Max and I have got a guess. We normally have to get involved in the scoring, which can be a bit off-putting, but because the scoring has been... Andy Andy joins us, of course. Hi, Andy. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, nice. Hi, man. How are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, great Gilo impression. <laughs> Gilo. Welcome to the show, Andy. Yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, and, yeah thanks um, very much. Yeah, yeah, I've been listening. Oh, good. It sounds good. Okay, oh, great. Well, what else are you going to say, if you any, like? More, any tips? Or, uh... Uh, well, no. Okay, fine. I thought Dave Edwards was good. Yeah, he, he was, was good. good. Yeah, he was yeah, good, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, you've got 10 birthdays for us, and uh, we, you had a new um, scoring system, patent scoring system, which was a, uh, was a disaster, Andy, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was, didn't think it was. I, I thought it was, was very good. I, I thought it was good. Oh, also joined us online, a man who was thankfully unofficially <laughs> keeping score, because he could hear what a mess it was, was Jeff Peters, <laughs> Philbert the Fox, our man in the East Midlands. Hi, Jeff. Hi, yeah, welcome to the uh, the new and improved birthday spread uh, scoring hub. We're all busy here. We've all got <laughs> pens and paper under ready. To the noise. Um, <laughs> Beautiful production <laughs> number, Jeff. We're, all, get, we're all getting it ready. <laughs> you, have to, you have not enough, enough to do today, Jeff. It doesn't sound like there's much socially distancing going on, does it? <laughs> um, Billy says, sad to see the birthday spread embracing modern technology. The game is gone, It's Jeff. true. It is. It's I think we'll true. look back well, on this we as were, a dark moment. Well, we were looking at um, the stable <laughs> system. Dark moment. <laughs> we, were, we were looking at the Jack Duckworth, Chris Lewis method as well. There were two different versions, two different right, okay. versions, but we've, we've gone for the much more simple, just adding it up. Just system. adding up things yeah, properly. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, uh, no. listen to the <laughs> nerve centre. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's it's move on, ridiculous. Andy. Give us, so the way it works, if you've not heard it before, where you've been, 10 birthdays, mm-hmm. uh, Andy will have a gag for each one, and uh, there's a margin of error that builds. If I'm 10 out for every one, my margin of error would be 100. If Max uh, managed to get... You know, you get the idea. It's the one who gets it right in the, the least amount of years wrong. It all makes sense when we start. Where's Pele? There he is. Uh, Andy, so it's a very happy birthday to whom? Uh, it's a very happy birthday to Rowan Atkinson. Ooh, okay. And uh, I have to say, I'm really looking forward to his new sitcom about an FA compliance officer, Mr Graham Bean. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. You've really got to know your FA compliance <laughs> officers in the past. <laughs> You've really got to know, yeah. You know your great football administrators. Adrian Bevington will love that. He'll just uh, all, do all the reg. Graham Kelly will be sitting there chuckling away. So, um, yeah, um, okay. Who's Ryan going Atkinson. first? Who's going first? Who's going first? I'll let you go. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, just on all his work. Jeff, who do you want to go first? Paul to go first. Oh, oh plan. He really, he knows really it, is in charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I'd say... Building his part. I'd say, really where's Rowan Atkinson? He's got to be about 64. What do you think, think, Max? pretty good, I reckon. It's a marker laid down oh, for you. Okay, it's a good marker. I'm just thinking Blackadder and thinking about how much time we have left. Uh, I'll go 66. Okay. What is he, Andy? 
66. Oh, aye, aye. OK. Surprising. So, Not Jeff, bad, early eh? doors. Even I can work that one up. <laughs> it's uh, Paul 2, <coughs> Max 0. Yeah, good work. OK, <laughs> next one, Andy. Oh, oh, I see part. how it works. Hey, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> After all these years, <laughs> it's just basically adding up the years we were wrong. It's a eureka moment. Anyway, Andy, oh, keep going. Go. Keep going. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, it's happy birthday to the former newsreader, Jan Leeming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jan Leeming. And uh, every New Year's Day, actually, including this year, her whole family go free diving at Dover. It's always great to watch the Leemings plunge off the cliff. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Very good. What's that sound there? I enjoyed that one. <laughs> this individual say, clanging bell coming from the nerve centre. Um, she's got to be. She's That's got to be. Me, it's me. Isn't oh, it's you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're sorry, mate. Yeah, Jan Leeming. Jan Leeming. Well, so I can't remember Jan Leeming. So I'm presuming she's of an age. Uh, yeah. But with all, you know, with all due respect, she's James, she was big on radio in the forties. Jan Leeming. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm cheating. No, 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 no. There's no. There's no place for that in this game. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's sledging. No, I won't do that. Jan Leeming is seventy-three. Okay, I think she might be a bit younger. I'm going to go six and nine, sixty-nine. Andy Jacobs, what is she? No, Jan Leeming is seventy-nine. That's oh, amazing. Wow. Isn't it? Oh wow! I haven't yeah. seen her for a while. Who would have? Who would have thought that? Yeah. How, How do we know, know what the scores are? So what, what's know? the score, Jeff? <laughs> Uh, it's Paul ten, Max six. Okay, oh, this is great, isn't it? Great. Is really sorry, sorry, ten. sorry. Hang on, it's it's Paul twelve, Max. Oh, come on! Oh, you, you had one job, one job, one job. You actually volunteered for, mate. Okay, number number what a, three. What a farce. Number three. It's the it's the great opera singer. I've never heard of her, Grace Bunbury. Oh, okay, Grace Bunbury. Yeah, I always enjoy playing for a charity cricket club, of I'm course. Sh- I'm sure you do, yeah, yeah. David telling his uh, fox hat joke <laughs> at her last gig. Um, I'd say... Is that the joke? Is, is that just a... Is that the joke? Is it done? I just oh, want to no. check out he didn't have more. I can't do that joke at this time of day. No, 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 no. Not time of day. No, 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 I've got more. I've Andy's got, got don't more. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got a joke. Oh, it's your joke. No, no, I haven't got a joke about that. Grace Bunbury, just guess her name. Some of them have got to be ordinary. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was like a celebrity cricket team that was just the didn't want Andy to have done the work and not you know okay fine. it's uh, fine don't worry about it yeah okay uh Grace Bunbury uh, what well, I don't know uh 60-60 what do you think mate? Grace Bunbury is 52 what is she 84. Oh, no. Oh, I've clawed a few points back there. Have. We won't know how many until Jeff's worked it out. <laughs> and even then <laughs> even then we what's the score know. Jeff it's yeah, 24. <laughs> so it was 24. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> this it's is 36 for Paul. He, he kind of painted himself as some kind of mathematical genius, and he's no better than us. He just wanted to join <laughs> in. We need Johnny Ball next week. It's, not, is it? 32, it's ridiculous. 36, 24. Okay, so you're looking at a picture of somebody. So it's 24, 36. It's Paul, 36. Max, 38. Okay, right, cool. taking the lead. Two, Paul, well, Go on then, Andy. Crack on because we'll be Very happy birthday five. to the uh, fine actress January Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. January, January Jones. Jones, of course, yeah. in Madman, January Jones. I just bought some cheap yachting equipment from her actually full rigging for less than 250 quid I always get a bargain with the January sales oh, wow wow the January stinks. sales January sales <laughs> are we all agreed right. 339 um, yep. okay, did yeah. did I uh, January Jones okay I didn't wa- never watch Mad Men okay. uh, oh, so it's gonna be well that's yeah. helpful that's from my point of view oh, go on tricky. then yeah. it is helpful how old is she she's 37 
I'd say she's a bit older than that, but not a great deal, Max. It wasn't too bad. It could have gone badly wrong for you. I'd say she's probably, what, about 42? Oh, very good. She's 43. Oh, okay. game on. Quite easy for Jeff to work out as well. What was that, Jeff? Uh, so it's 44 <laughs> to Max, and it's 37 to Paul. 44, 37. So okay. I, I, I'm winning then, am I? Yes. Oh, OK. Well, this is good. Keep going, Andy. What's, how many birthdays happy is birthday. this? Well, this is number five. Oh, number five God, is Michael on. Stipe. We better get, get oh, on here. Yeah, Michael Stipe, okay, right, yeah. the musician. Yeah, amazingly, he's just gone on a giant pub crawl with our local rabbi. Yes, he was boozing my religion. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh dear. Very okay. Good. Um, what Michael Stipe? How's Michael Stipe? Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say he's uh, sixty. No, I'm going to go 60, Michael Stipe. Is that a bit old? I think it might be a bit old. Yeah, I think it might be a bit so old. I'll go 54. Yeah, I think you're going to be spot on there. What is the end? Yeah, there's a bit of kidology there from Paul. He's 61. Oh! <laughs> I wasn't messing with you. I thought I'd gone too old. <laughs> you know, Wiley. I thought this, you know. He's got quite an old face. Even yeah, as a young man, yes, he had quite absolutely. an old face, didn't he? No, sorry, knew, Michael, if you're listening. Who knew Paul was so duplicitous? <laughs> it's a okay, dirty, it's a dirty business. Yeah, <laughs> what's the score, Jeff? The score, Jeff? It's Paul 38, Max 50. Okay. Oh, right, you're really flying Pretty away straight. with this. Okay, yeah, go on, yeah. Come on. I don't know how that's happened. Yeah, uh, very happened. It was thirty-seven. <laughs> very happy birthday to the guitarist anyway. and singer Bernard Sumner. Bernard Sumner. Okay. Yeah. You're kicking it. I just bought one of his uh, air conditioning cooling fans, which I really love. Yes, Sumner Breeze makes me feel fine. <laughs> Thank you. Max. Nice. Good night. Yeah, not one of their songs. Uh, Bernard Sumner. You know that he's not one of their songs. Bernard Sumner is. I go 54 for Bernard. 54 for Bernard. I think he might be a bit older than that. Um, 57, I'm going for, Andy. What is he? 65. No, oh, he's not. Is he? 65. Can't believe. That's what he says. Perhaps I don't, know who, he, I, I don't know who he is. It's incredible. Is. Joy Division. Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking someone else. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay, okay. this one's a, this one's a bit long. Hmm. This one's a bit Jeff? long. It's, What's oh, the it, score, Jeff? It's Paul forty-six, yeah. Max sixty-two. Oh, you're running oh, okay. away with it. Well, go on, really need to yes. turn it on. Now. Okay, it's a very happy birthday to Thelma Holt, the theatre producer, Thelma Holt. Oh, yeah. And it, she, I don't know if you know Thelma, but she used to uh, smoke using a long cigarette holder. And funny enough, she was very posh. She was a friend of Rupert Bell. And she had this terrible habit, Thelma, of never stubbing out her fags. She'd sort of fling them on the ground and alight. But fortunately, Rupert, the Villa fan, was there to put it out. Yes, he loves standing on the whole end. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Cool, it took a long... We could have got to Birmingham. I was taking notes. Yeah. Was like, we could, yeah there'll be a handy leaflet explaining that joke available on the website after the show. So, is it me first? I think so, yeah. Was it Thelma yeah, Holt, what does she do? She's a theatre producer. Uh... 84. Uh, what do you think, Max? You said 84. I've got to claw it back here. 60. <laughs> 89. Oh, oh, no. You played a high-risk oh, game, Max dude, Rushton. Yeah. Although, based on uh, the scoring system so far, that might put you in the lead somehow. <laughs> What's the score, Jeff? Uh, it is 51 to Paul. Yeah. It is 91 to Max. Really wow. play an expansive Four game got, now. I, I could just play snookers now, <laughs> no, but that's on. not me. So you're not. You're a, yeah. You, what, okay. what's you're, next not, you're not Mourinho, are you? No. Come on. It's a very happy birthday to the singer-songwriter from the Straubs, Dave Cousins. Oh, yeah, Dave Cousins. And, of course, you must remember his uh, most famous song about a Canadian darts player who formed a players' association, part of the union. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, Straubs. John Parr. That, that means nothing Don to me. Don Parr. I don't, Don know, Parr. don't know who it is. Wait. 
a lefty like you, Max, doesn't know part of the union. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know Dave Cousins. I'm just focusing on the scores <laughs> now. Here we go. 71. <laughs> I'd say he's a bit older than oh, that. That's Dave. always... That's just, uh, that's 70, 76. Uh, he is 76. Ooh. Oh, so you're just... This is embarrassing now, isn't it? So well, you've got a chance to claw it back with this one. Okay. It's uh, the concert pianist. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff, what's the score, Jeff? <laughs> it's Paul 51, Max 96. Okay. Oh, yeah. How many more we got? We two. Uh, two. Uh, two. Two more. Rock and roll. Go on then, keep going. Okay. Alfred Brendel, the uh, concert pianist, poet and author, yeah. Alfred Brendel. Yeah. I've just finished reading his autobiography, actually, when he writes about all his love conquests as a young man. Oh, yeah. Brendel Rogers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just Andy working in from the, the, in the, gutter. the light blue book there. <laughs> I hear he can if he needs to. He, uh, he does a great blue act. He does a great it's blue the best act. best line of the whole a, clip, a galley, if he needs to. If he needs to. If he needs to. Who needs to? Bob needs the money <laughs> Go and do a blue act. <laughs> so um, he's got to be 85. 85, I'm going for. The okay. boy Brendel. Uh, Brendel, you say 85. Yeah. I say 41. 41, here we go. Bush <laughs> and Sundance moment, that is. 90. <laughs> so what does. Just tell us, Jeff, what does Max need uh, to be out in the next birthday? Here's a text. Max, you criticised Leeds' style of play, yet you've gone all out here. Shambles, learn yeah, to defend. It's very Bielsa like the way you're playing. Uh, yeah. Well, the fans love it, don't they? Yeah, they do, they do. Oh, eight seven one seven. Oh, Paul's got fifty six, and yeah. Max has got one hundred and thirty something. Oh. Okay, one hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> score has given. Well, then it's null and void. Unless you go, they are four, and I say they're one hundred and three. I think you've lost it. Well, well if you can't get the score. If Jeff doesn't have the score, then the game is one hundred and forty-five. Max, one hundred and forty-five plays fifty-six. Great. So yeah, somebody oh. ninety and somebody used three. Okay. So go on then. Okay. The final birthday of the day, yeah. the actress from uh, loving Oscar-nominated Ruth Negger. Ruth Negger. Yeah. And uh, I was in the audience, actually, and started a football-style chant. Negger, 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 Negger. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you. That's right. Do you, do you remember the Zigger Zagger song? Sure from uh, there was a, talking there about was a play. Right. Uh, um, oh, don't call yourself a proper football fan. <laughs> that was a song of the 60s, oh, of course. And a play, a football getting, play. Zigger Zagger. Getting yeah, it was. trolled it was. by Andy. You not remember that. Call yourself a proper fan. What yeah, are you doing yeah. on Talk Sport? I don't know who Fortuna <laughs> Dusseldorf are. Right. Roth, uh, Roth, Ruth is about 45. So anyway, I'm Max, Ruth? I'm giving you, I'm giving you, I mean, I'm going 45. I should have said she's 11. And just for a bit of sport, yeah, no, shouldn't I? Right. 108. <laughs> he's given up now. He's got a bit of a gob yes. on here. He's not he's happy. Tanked. It's really he's got to him. It's, it's got to him. So he's hoping for a first round draft choice next so, week. Yeah, it's, she's 39. Oh. 39, so I was I was a bit out. It, really so. ma- it actually matters to me more than it should. I Jeff, I, I, I don't know if can you be bothered with a final score? Is it too humiliating for Max? 108 minus 39 <laughs> equals 69 <laughs> plus 145 <laughs> equals. Okay, so it is final Paul score. 62. 62. Max 214. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's why you've been doing this for 20 years, Paul. Absolutely. Happy birthday to you. What a great bit. I thought this was a young man's game, but apparently not. Uh, Andy, we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, lovely. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jeff. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah, thank boys. you, Jeff. Cheers, guys. Top man. So, thanks, Jeff. Uh, if, you might, if, you, if you're tempted to do this again next week, we'll catch up with you then. Thanks very much. So there we are. Jeff Peters, the official scorer. Uh, 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 62 played 214. Max, I want you to go home and practice. <laughs> I really will. I really will. I've let, my, I've let myself and my family down.
No. Yeah. Anyway, there we are. Bit of live sport for you. And uh, we're going to be... Uh, <laughs> Stop hit... the count, says Martin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop to that stage, hasn't we're it? Gonna, you, basically, you won bigly there, didn't you? I really you won did. bigly. That's the way yeah, it's going to be painted. I think I, think I won on that, Twitter. as far as I could tell. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. A, a humbling experience, uh, I've let myself down. I went all out attack, and I yeah. feel that was worth it. But I made the mistake of maybe thinking you didn't know who some of the people were. I think you did. Well, and also, I, I think I, you 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 cheated me a little bit with Michael Stipe. I think that's... You think I did? I, really I didn't think, mean yeah. to. I think that... You yeah. say you didn't mean to, but that, you know... So when I say prepare next week, that doesn't mean by reading all the birthdays in the papers. No, I, I, I trust you. I no, trust no, you, oh, because no, there's I, no I, sport in that, is I, I, I believe all radio features should be honest. That's why many of mine... Don't work that well. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Andy's back tomorrow. Thank you, Max. Pleasure. Uh, we'll see you next week. Max is uh, with me uh, next week. Uh, but Andy returns tomorrow with the clips of the week and all that. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.